Music with a message on the Messenger of Good News Worldwide, KFUO.org, AM850 here in the St. Louis region. This is the Midday Moments program. I'm Gary Duncan. It's great to be alongside with you today. And right now, it's time for our moment in creation. And on the phone, I have Pastor Warren Worth of Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Arnold, Missouri. Good afternoon, Pastor Worth. Good afternoon, Gary. Well, this is the early part of Holy Week, and our communications before the program, you said you wanted to talk about Holy Week, Passion of Christ, and Creation, right? Absolutely. Uh, What got me thinking was this past Sunday, which was Palm Sunday, sometimes called Passion Sunday, uh, the proper preface in our liturgical worship as we're going into the service of the sacrament, preparing to celebrate the Lord's Supper, uh, the, the prayer goes, it is truly meet, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who accomplished the salvation of mankind by the tree of the cross, that where death arose, there life also might rise again, and that the serpent who overcame by the tree of the garden might likewise by the tree of the cross be overcome. And that's a very deep and meaningful prayer, is it not? It, it ties together mankind's fall into sin uh, at the Garden of Eden, at the temptation of Adam and Eve by the serpent, and also what happens at the cross, where Christ, on the tree of the cross, crushes the head of the serpent, destroys the old evil foe, and frustrates his power against us. And of course, Christ died and rose again for our salvation. And this holy season, we certainly remember that. And there are lots of other connections, too, that come to mind the more you reflect on this as you juxtapose the details of the Genesis account of creation and the fall and what follows uh, with the gospel accounts of the crucifixion of our Lord Jesus and his glorious resurrection. So let's just take a moment to think of a few of those uh comparisons and connections. In the beginning, you know, when God created, he said, let there be light, and where there was previously only darkness, he brought forth light and separated the light from the darkness. Uh, So God created the light, and then, of course, on day four of creation, he created the sun and the moon and the celestial bodies, the stars and so forth. Uh, And so let's think about what happens on Good Friday when there's darkness at noon as the Son of God bleeds and dies for the sins of the world, hanging on that cross. The sun itself refuses to shine, and there's darkness from noon till three o'clock that day. Uh, That's a a stark and uh, vivid reminder of the, the deadliness of our sin and the great love of God that he would give his only son to die on that cross, to be forsaken on that cross for us, bearing our sins so that we would be free from the power of darkness, free from the power of sin and evil, and become children of the heavenly light. Uh, Well, we'll at last dwell in light with our Father in heaven forever. Um, Think about how God, who created the earth uh, and all that is in it, on the day that our Lord Jesus died on the cross, there was this great earthquake, and the rocks split apart. Again, creation reflecting what's going on as the wrath of God is meted out on Jesus in our place on Calvary's cross. Trees, again, trees are created uh, in the first creation week, and God talks about the fruit of those trees with the seed and everything reproducing after its own kind. And we recall in the garden, there was the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, as well as the tree of life. Uh, And of course, now the tree of the cross, 
uh, is where Jesus dies, and this instrument of torture and death then becomes for us a life-giving tree because of what Jesus, the Son of God, did for us there when he died and rose again then on the third day for us and for our salvation. So now we consider the tree of the cross to be this tree of life because the Lord of life died and rose again for our salvation. Uh, The sixth day when God created Adam and Eve, when God created Adam from the dust of the ground, he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and he became a living being. And so Christ, of course, is in the New Testament called the second Adam, uh, whereas the first Adam disobeyed and brought death and judgment. Christ obeyed and brought life, righteousness, and salvation to us to be received by faith in him. Uh, When he breathed his last on the cross, uh, he died, and yet he will rise again on the third day and bring eternal life for all the fallen sons of Adam, uh, that as we repent of our sins and believe in Jesus, we know we have that gift of eternal life. A man was created in the image of God, and then yet the Son of God, Jesus, comes in the likeness of human flesh in order to restore the image of God that we lost by our sin. The woman, Eve, whose name means life, because she would be the mother of all the living, uh, she was made from Adam's side, you'll recall Genesis 2 says, And, of course, the Church, the Holy Christian Church, the Bride of Christ, comes from Christ's wounded side, from which flow blood and water, John tells us, when his side was pierced by the uh, spear of the soldier. And, of course, that reminds us, of course, of of the water of holy baptism and the, the blood that we receive with the body of Christ in the Holy Supper. So that sacramental connection... Uh, whereby the church is born and the church is fed. Uh, That certainly comes to mind as we consider the crucifixion of our Lord and what happened there. The thorns uh, are mentioned in Genesis chapter 3. Thorns and thistles are part of the curse that came because of man's sinful disobedience and rebellion against his Creator. And then when Jesus is going through his terrible trial leading up to his crucifixion, people Uh, make a crown of thorns and puts it on his head as he bears the curse of the law for us. We think about how God created fish. Those are mentioned in Genesis chapter 1, the creation account. And the Greek word for fish, ichthys, has become in the Christian church uh, a a way to remember our Lord Jesus. Uh, And each of those Greek letters then would stand for these words, Jesus Christ, God's Son, Savior. And certainly what a brief and beautiful confession of faith in uh, Jesus and who he is and what he's done for us. We think of the serpent that the devil used in Genesis chapter 3 to tempt Adam and Eve, and then that wonderful promise in Genesis 3.15 where God promised that the seed of the woman would crush the serpent's head and by suffering would set us free from the curse. Uh, The Lamb, of course. Jesus is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. We think of the birds that God created. And uh, Christians have used for many years a a picture of a pelican. Uh, Mother pelican uh, piercing her own breast with her beak and then nurturing her young with the blood there. And you'll see that sometimes in Christian art and Christian architecture as a symbol, again, of of Christ's uh, sacrificial love for the church and for his people. On the sixth day of Creation Week, that would be Friday, uh, land animals and people were created. Of course, that Friday of Holy Week is 
a Good Friday, when our Lord Jesus Christ was sacrificed on the cross for us and for our salvation. On the seventh day of creation, uh, you know, the day after God finished creation, he rested. He rested on the seventh day. And so our Lord Jesus Christ, after dying on the cross for us on Good Friday, rests in the tomb on the Sabbath day, the seventh day. And then the first day of the new week, uh, Easter day, Christ rises from the dead, which is the third day uh, from his crucifixion, as Jews count days. So on the third day, Christ rose from the dead. And that first day of a new week is really the beginning of the new creation, the restoration of creation, the restoration of paradise that was lost by our sin. Now paradise has been regained by our Lord Jesus Christ. We think of butterflies. You know, butterflies have become a symbol of the resurrection of Christ. So just as that uh, ugly little caterpillar looks like he's dying when he's in a chrysalis and then emerges this beautiful butterfly, so Christ uh, died, was laid away in the tomb, and then rises victorious on Easter morning. And we know that we, too, uh, with our mortal bodies, will be laid in the grave, and yet our Lord Jesus return will return on the last day and raise us up. And while our, it will be the same body that we have now, it will be glorified like Christ's glorious body. And we can go on and on and on as we see these connections with Genesis. Cain and Abel, account of, of, of a murder of a brother by his brother. You know, Christ, our brother, was murdered uh, because of our sins, and yet he was raised again so that we could be forgiven and saved eternally. We have the story of Noah and the great flood, and yet you know, Christ came uh, to save us and preserve us as God preserved Noah and his family in the ark. And so God preserves us in the ark of the church. And it goes on and on. The more you reflect on these things, you realize that Genesis is full of things that remind us uh, that connect to uh, the intimate stories of our salvation in the life, suffering, death, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. And Genesis and, and the entire Old Testament, we're going through the Old Testament still on my segment with Matt Clark here at this time on Friday afternoons. And it's amazing how much, as you said in Genesis, but throughout the entire Old Testament, that uh, if you if you keep your eyes open, you see how it's really pointing to Jesus Christ all throughout the Scripture there. That's what Jesus himself says, right? He says, you know, they... they you think you know the scriptures, well, they testify of me. Yeah. So if you study the Old Testament, you'll realize the Old Testament scriptures definitely testify of Jesus Christ and point all people to Jesus, who fulfills all those great messianic prophecies, who suffered, died, and rose again as God promised he would for us and our salvation. Would you like to lead us in a prayer as we conclude this segment today? Yes, I would. Let us pray. Almighty God, through your word and spirit, you most wonderfully created all things, and through the Word made flesh, you brought new life to fallen humanity. Grant that in your mercy we may be conformed to the image of him who shares fully in our humanity, even Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor Worth. You're welcome. We are the messenger of good news. We are worldwide at KFUO.org. We're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram. And of course, our talk segments and our talk shows available as podcasts. Wherever you get your podcast, just search out KFUO Radio, or you can go to our webpage and get all the information there and the on-demand. Click it and hear it on our webpage, again, at KFUO.org.